Well, because we're not going to do the baby shark. That's stupid. So we're doing the the theme from so he, Jaws in the bathtub. He's got all these shark toys. So I taught him the theme from Jaws. And because he's one and a fucking half, he then, can't do the intricacies of John Williams. So the best well, you, you don't get have to do the is, intricacies, but you could you could instead of saying, "Hey, you want to do the shark song?" Do do the theme from Jaws. Harry, can you do the theme from Jaws? Exactly. Nah, nah. Hey, Corky, life goes on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. These apes are not emotional support animals, and they fling verbal poo. Listen with caution. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. I I, I did like three days of fever and flu and laying Ugh. on my ass, and thank God for streaming services and... Uh, yeah, you know, and they got caught in a because I was sick and I was, uh, you know, and Dana ended up going to Sedona, and so I was just laying around and it just got that malaise of like I I started to write a piece and I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically it was like how to deal with a world of malaise. <laughs> it, it is designed for escape. And blah blah blah. I was like, oh, what's it all mean? Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I I heard all that over my. My lungs dying their slow death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just oh. like this. Well, you know, and everybody in Vegas is getting it. I mean, it's it's like it's like I've got everybody that I'm working with at the casino. I've just got yeah. my sports writers are dropping like fucking flies. Well, it's ridiculous. We've had it. I mean, Harry's had a cold to some degree since we put him in daycare in June. <coughs> Hang on. Uh. Mm. Jesus, this. Thank you. This is this is illness via podcast. Uh, listener, you're very welcome for all of this. Uh, we're all of our hacking and, and snorting is going to clear out all the earwax in your ears. That's what we're doing for you today. Is listener. that what we're doing? We're doing that for people. I like. Yeah. That. Um, so Harry, but he's never felt like. I mean, there's been like times where he's been like like felt sick, but it's just been like a constant runny nose because that's just yeah. That's daycare, right? Yeah. There you go. Well, like last week. Or maybe like two or three weeks ago now, he's got this cough that wouldn't go away and wouldn't change. So we finally took him to the oh, doctor. Oh, that's exactly like, how I feel—a cough yeah. that wouldn't go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, all right, look, like he seems to feel fine, but like his cough is waking him up in the middle of the night. Is this something we should get ahead of? You know, it's been three weeks, right? It's baby stuff, yeah. And his doctor, who's around the corner from our house, she also has a kid in the same daycare, and she's like, so you know, she checked him out. She goes, no, he's like his lungs sound great. There's nothing to worry about there. It's just. It's, it's cold. Just daycare. You know, he goes, yeah. th- she says there is some, he's got a minor ear infection from some of the, like the fluid's just not draining, which is why he's coughing and nose is running all the time. Yeah. So a little moxicillin for him. Then Katie started to feel ill. Yep. And then I, Molly and I felt fine. Like the dog and I are doing great. And then like two days ago, I was, I woke up and I'm like, oh, you fuckers got me. Oh yeah, that was, what is it? And I, well, I felt I felt so bad because Dana, when I got sick, because uh, I was I was laid out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. It's, it's the great equalizer. The great yeah. equalizer in the world is it doesn't matter 
you could be a bodybuilder or just the weakest fucker in the world. You could be black, white, Asian. Uh-huh. You can be transgender. You could want to suck dick or eat pussy. All your stuff, <laughs> all of your choices that you have in life. <coughs> the flu is the great equalizer. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. It doesn't matter how powerful you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have or little. Is that when you get the flu, that's it. Yeah. You are now a part of the rest that's of humanity, yep. and phlegm is coming out of you, and fever is happening, and that's it. It just, sickness equalizes us all. Which is why, and not to bring up old shit, but which is why it was so stupid in 2016 when Hillary Clinton had the flu that they tried to cover it up. Like, yeah. oh no, she's not ill. Like, dude, she's got the flu. It's fine. It's okay. We all get the flu. And that's why Donald Trump was president. Okay, I'm not sure if I follow that. It's but because I'll go with it's that. because That's, the Russians gave Hillary the flu you, because they knew she wouldn't admit to it. It occurs to me. It occurs to me. It's like because you said that it's in the pocket of my head. Is like that's why Donald Trump became president. Is the modern is the you know the the 2019 version of thanks Obama? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It doesn't really matter why it doesn't. Yeah. You know, it's like you know. I remember in 2016, I woke up and I had a fucking like like a bunion on my foot. And I thought, motherfucker, and that is why Donald Trump is president. Yeah, yep. sure. Yep, sure, exactly. Sure. Yeah, we don't have the flu. It's just it's just a cold and that like, that gross phlegmy cough where I, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm it's hawking things around. up. And it looks like, you know, the last scene in the first uh, season of, of Stranger Things where he hawks up the, the thing. little bug thing. That's what it looks like in my sink right now. Just a lot of phlegm know. monsters. That's, Boy, that's gross. That's right. Oh, yeah, well, it's that disgusting. Was the thing is, yeah. But when I got sick, Dana, you know, hightailed it out of town and went to Sedona. Uh, oh, what a wife. With her brother. What a wife. Hanging with her brother. And uh, and she ended up getting it, too. Uh-huh. And so she's, she's dealing with the... So now she's kind of dealing with some hack. Some, she didn't get it as bad as I did, but she still... It's just... It, that's one of the things. It hangs on. I'm going to yeah. the casino and jamming Dayquil just to survive the day. Yeah. You know, because it's this cough. It's this bizarre yeah. fucking, just like, it just doesn't want to go away. It's like, all right. And it yeah. is. It's, I, it, that's, it's, you know, I haven't worked out in fucking two weeks because I'm just too fucking drained. Well, I was thinking last week. When I wake was it up, last you week? Know? Yeah, I guess it was, maybe it was last week. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah, it was last week. And I'm like, I was just thinking, I haven't heard from Don lately. Yeah. And then it was like as we were like planning to get on the the ape cast. This is when we recorded our five minute, yeah, our five our, minutes, our five minute marathon of bro love. Of bro love, yeah. Um, I was and you're like, oh, I've been out for three days with the flu, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that makes sense. That's why Don's so quiet because he's got the fucking flu. Like that's I've the got only the thing. Flu. And you have no desire to participate in no. anything in the world. No. You want to lay there. You want to feel like shit. What's well, this? Because uh, you know, and, and maybe this is just getting older, but you can only sleep so long in one place before you're yeah. back. So your body starts uh-huh. to go, fuck you. Yeah. And so it was a good thing that Dana went to Sedona because I would be like. I know I'm going to sleep for five hours in my bed, uh-huh. and then I'd wake up and go, "Oh God yeah, damn right. it!" And so then I'm going to sleep another four hours on the couch. Yep, you know, and I just back for a couch to bed, couch yeah. to bed. Variety then, is the spice of life. And then when I've slept so much that I can't sleep anymore, let me watch The Mandalorian. You know, I mean, it's like whatever yeah. else I've got. Um, I did find, I did discover uh, that Apple Plus. Maybe maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what binging is designed for. It's like all the fucking options we have are really just opportunities for us to escape when we got we have Dude. fucking nothing else to do. 
Oh my god, Don, you just, just figured it out. Bullshit. Yeah. Big streaming is yeah. in cahoots with big health. Yeah. Like with big with big pharma, big healthcare. Sick, they want to keep us sick. Yeah. That's why our healthcare sucks because they want to keep us sick. So, so we'll we pay for the drugs and pay for Disney Plus. Oh my yeah. God, we just it's, cracked it. We cracked the egg. Yeah. No, because I mean, I did. That's what I did was I discovered the morning show. I discovered, you know, it's like one of, uh, uh, I can't remember some of the names of the shows that I watched. But it was just like, okay, I'm going to watch another thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, Is the morning so, show the one with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, it's really good. And that's the one about Matt Lauer's penis? It's kind of, yeah. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's not, but yes, yes, it is. It's good. I mean, well, I mean, it's things they don't—they don't say, "Hey, I'm Matt Lauer," and he doesn't have like a, like a, a door latch that yeah. locks women in rape and that kind the, of stuff. The Mr. Burns trapdoor button, or yeah, yeah. And yeah. and the thing about it is, it's you know, it's like Steve Carell's character is like. There's some very interesting. It's one of the things I noticed. It's some very interesting <laughs> conversations written into this, and one of my favorites. I can't remember if it's the first second. I've watched like five episodes. But there's a moment where Steve Carell, who's been accused of sexual misconduct, has lost his entire life, right? His 15 years, all of this. And uh, and he's sitting with Martin Short. And Martin Short is playing a, like a director friend of his mm-hmm. who's been sort of Woody Allen, kind of, you know, that kind of thing, you know? Wait, he's been Woody Allen? He's, you know, basically he's a director who, who was fame, you know, he was like, he was celebrated okay. and then, then some accusations came out that he was kind of a sexual beast monster. And now his career is kind of on the rocks. So they're sitting in his backyard and they're talking and Steve Carell's like got this idea because he wants to fight back, you know, because mm-hmm. he didn't rape anybody. I mean, all he did was have consensual sex with subordinates, which you can understand why that would be problematic, right. but in his mind, and and that makes sense, in, and in the character's mind, is that's not as bad. They were all consensual relationships. I don't understand why I'm getting all this shit. Right. So he's having this conversation with Martin Short, who's obviously not that guy. And Steve Carell's like, maybe we should do a documentary. You could direct it. I could interview it, and we could interview the victims. Okay. And Martin Short kind of goes in this, and all of a sudden you start to realize, oh, and Steve Carell's character starts to realize, oh, and at one point he says, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. He goes, why not? He goes, because I'm not you. I'm not a predator. And Martin Short's like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just, it's like, okay, this is a really interesting, you don't see this conversation played out, but I know it happens, you know? And so it's like, that's kind of the direction they're going to go. It's like, yeah. let's take a look at all these sides of this one experience of this one man and his partners. And the only thing they haven't talked about, which I think is kind of sad, is that I know in one scene that Steve Carell's character had a wife, mm. but you, you literally see her in the background of one scene and then you don't see her anymore. Not even a reference to her. And Steve Carell is the the Matt he's Lauer's Matt Lauer. penis yeah, character. He's the Matt Lauer. Okay. Yeah, he's the Matt Lauer guy. Yeah. So it's like interesting. Yeah, it's actually quite. It surprised me that it's as good as it is. I I don't yeah, know why it surprises me, but it's, it's on really Netflix, good. right? No, this is Apple Plus. Oh, this is Apple Plus. Okay, yeah, see, so I got Apple Plus for. It. Well, see, I got Apple Plus for free for a year. So is that because you're the beta guy? I, maybe so. I don't know why I did it. Just like, hey, Apple Plus thing, and I looked at it and it said you could get maybe? it. Your your free trial can be from November nineteenth, twenty nineteen to November nineteenth, twenty twenty. You will not be charged any money. Interesting for your Apple Plus for a year. And I went fucking. Well, mm. What's the downside of that shit? This is drugs. Hey, here, hey, 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 kid. Yeah. 
Hey, kid. So it's totally what it is. Yeah. Have a little of this candy. No, it's called meth, but it's candy. And right. And then you take it, you go, it's free. And then you got to have it. Well, I need, I need more Apple Plus. I need more Apple Plus. Yeah, first time spray. <laughs> but a year is a good long time. Yeah, it's a good like on cable, like they would one day, you know, it was kids, we didn't have HBO. We had like the Disney Channel and MTV, like basic cable, I guess. You yeah. Know? And every few months, like HBO would be available and yeah. it would be that monthly trial. And then we'd like had that month, we're all watching movies and, yeah. and then it'd go away. And then, of course, my brothers and I would flip out. We need HBO! Exactly. You got to have the Skinamax. And then... Well, it reminds me when I, when I went to San Diego and I did the, uh, the the presentation for public radio out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'd been... I'd, I think at that point, I'd been a casino manager for like a month. Oh, if that. If that. I think it was like like it a week no in. Time. Maybe two, maybe weeks, two in. weeks Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And... Uh, but that was one of the things that occurred to me is that we were talking and that as and oh and you could see the offense you could see the offense was I compared public radio to drug dealing, which is no different than casino, <laughs> which is here we're going to give you this thing for free, and now we're going to and then after you're hooked after you've got into it after you're into now we're going to start asking you for money yeah and 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 giving you some perks and that kind of stuff and it's public radio oh they did not like the idea that public radio was the same as drilling drugs no they didn't like it. well of they course did not. not like that oh that was so offensive but i'm offensive so whatever what are you yeah, gonna fucking do whatever the people that liked it liked it and the people that didn't like it got up and left that was fine good bye see ya we'll send you an envelope in a month for you to put money in and send back for to you, us. And then guilt you into doing it because, you know, we have public radio. We're yep. universal good. You know, yep. so, so what's new in your world? I mean, it's, it's, it, I, mean I know well, in, in our Apecast is usually, hey, let's have a thing we're going to talk about. But you've been busier than shit well, and yeah, sick. I, and I've been busier than shit and sick. So, uh, you know, I'm just I'm lucky I'm, I'm recording. I figured out how to press the buttons. Yeah, I'm, I'm just concerned that I've got a... A client presentation for a new new client on Tuesday, and I'm afraid if this hack doesn't go away, that I'm going to be in the middle of presenting, and I'm going to hawk up one of those Stranger Thing loogies right on the table. Work it into, work it into the presentation. I sh- yeah, I guess that's... Hawk up the loogie and then do a ventriloquist part where the loogie is talking Ooh, to Ooh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Like get a funny voice. Interesting. <laughs> suddenly you become suddenly you become the bodily function Jeff Dunham. Oh my oh my god. You know, there's a Jeff Dunham I feel gets a gets a really bad rap. I mean, he's not a groundbreaking comedian. He's not saying anything that, you know, he's not changing the way we look at comedy or anything like that, but I've never thought that Jeff Dunham was was a bad comedian. He's just a fucking ventriloquist. Like, well, and see the thing. About why does it is, he catch such a bad in the, rap? In the well, in the constant <laughs> argument, it, and that's the thing. It's unfortunate that Jeff Denham was in, you know, is in the day and age. Is if you look at comedy, and now anybody that says anything controversial or has any opinion that doesn't fall in line with sort of like the the you know the woke stream, um, is is considered problematic and needs to be canceled or you know they're just they're just old okay boomer kind of shit but anybody that is benign and is just cute and adorable like a five-year-old yeah um like john mulaney then they're hysterical they're the new thing well jeff dunham if jeff dunham were new today he would be 
heralded as this clean, inoffensive comic. But because he was popular in the 80s, he's kind of looked at as a hack. Because in those days, in the 80s and the 90s, if you weren't doing something that had some heft, then you were just, you were like Gallagher. You're like a fucking hack. You're a carrot top. Well, I think that that's... Those guys would fly now because now if you say anything that might possibly offend anybody, well, then you're a problematic comic. It's a different... It's sort of like it flipped its on its head. So Jeff Dunham would be very popular today as a very clean... He's a com- he's a comedian that's figured out how to punch down, punch up, or whatever. Well, fuck but I don't I don't think that I think that Jeff Dunham is is very safe. He's the very, he's a blue yeah. collar comedy tour guy. I, I don't know it's if benign. he's technically on that tour, but you know he's. I think that's why the the liberals don't get a kick out of him because he's just kind of doing stereotypes. You know, like the the yeah. dead the dead terrorist and the you know the old grumpy. I don't I don't know. He does the old grumpy man. I don't think he does the terrorist anymore. Okay, got rid of that. Or the the jalapeno on a stick. I don't know. Like, I don't think he does the jalapeno on a stick anymore. I just thought. I, so I clearly haven't seen him in a watched him in. I've never gone. Yeah, to maybe see him, maybe like, I'm wrong because I don't time. recall. See, the thing about it is, I did until you said the jalapeno on the stick. I didn't even remember he did that. That's how non, but like like interested I was in. in, in he Jeff just. Adam. And I just always thought, like, eh, he's, I mean, he's, whatever, like, he's, he does the ventriloquism, I don't know, whatever, it's cute, it's fine, whatever. But he gets, like, the, the comedy community, like, comedians don't like him, like, they see him as a, as a huge hack, and it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's as hacky as Jimmy fucking Fallon. Well, nobody's as hacky as Jimmy fucking Fallon. <laughs> you know, but Jimmy Fallon has the goddamn Tonight Show, and nobody has a problem. I mean, with that. Jimmy Fallon made his bones. It's one of the, if you if you go back and look at his Saturday Night Live, the only thing Jimmy Fallon could be notable for in in uh, in his it's SNL career breaking. was cra- was cracking up during things. Except for uh, who's it? Tracy Morgan. He never cracked up at a Tracy Morgan thing because Tracy Morgan just went to him and said, "I don't play that shit. You do that, I'll kick your ass." And so yeah. he never did it during a Tracy Morgan, which indicates he had control over it. And it was just his shtick. It was yeah. his, I'm going to get attention by cracking up on stage. And now he's made a fucking career out of that. Yeah. And I guess good for him. I don't, no, I don't think good for him. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. He's yeah. nice enough. I mean, Whatever. it's like, you know, <laughs> if he were on fire, I'd pee on him. You know, I mean, but that's, that, that, that's not like I hate him. If he were on fire, you would pee on him? Sure. I'd put him out. I don't know that I would. Oh, I'd put him out. He's he's not a bad guy. I'm sure he's not a bad guy. Eh. He didn't strike me as like this monster or mean or or egomaniacal. I think he's just like a guy. He just he's silly, yeah. and he likes silly. Yeah. And the thing about it is that's that's kind of what I you know. It's like I hear the arguments about comedian comedians and comedy that pushes certain boundaries. Like we don't want to be offensive. That's fine. If you like the comedy of a seven year old, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah, it is. It is. Don't tell me I can't watch adult comedy. Thanks. Right. Yeah. I I like adults. Yeah. You know what? I think that's something I'm going to do this this week, maybe while I'm down at my in-laws for Thanksgiving, is maybe catch up on some old Jeff Dunham, or new Jeff Dunham, rather, to see, like, what is he doing? Is he he super hacky? You are not going to watch Jeff Dunham. Why wouldn't I? It fits right in. Fox News, Jeff Dunham, Hallmark Channel. What? Oh, I guess that's right. You're doing the in-laws the and they're, and they're hyper-Republican. Well, I mean, they're 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 rural so America. They, you know, here's a question. Illinois. Okay, because this is one of the things I was thinking about the other day. All right, so in the wake of really the impeachment hearings and just sort of like the almost 
it's almost ridiculous parade of Republican stupidity. And I, the thing about it is, <laughs> it you know, is. I mean, and the thing about it is, it's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm willing to give a benefit of the doubt, but I mean, these dudes are just, they're, they're, and it's not that they're reaching. They're, it's not, I, think I was just going to say, they're not even reaching. It's just, Yeah, they're legitimately dipshits. I mean, yeah. like on a level that I, I just don't think they even realize how stupid they look to the, but it, you know, and I, that thing is, to me, they look stupid. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I I can't, I wonder about people who are kind of diehard Republicans that voted for Trump that are still, still supportive of Trump and the Republican Party, what they look like to them. I mean, is there a sense from your in-laws that maybe they're a little fucking embarrassed that this this is the horse they came in on? My in-laws are interesting. It's hard to tell because, one, we don't talk about it because we just just can't. Like, it's just no good's going to come of it. There's a lot of... Oh, if you get a video camera, good will come of it. You know, the fight, the, well, the Thanksgiving fight. Oh, yeah, that would go. Yeah. That would, they, you know, people, you put that's clickbait, man. That's way it's clickbait. It's just, we're not, we're not the kind of, fa- they're not the kind of family that, I mean, it's we because I'm part of it now, but like, my family could get into it. And we would throw shit at each other. Oh, you know, yeah, like, you, it'd be, go, yeah. you know, we don't care. But th- my my in-laws, they don't, they just, they just don't. They just don't do it. It's, I don't know. It's like, we'll talk about politics. We'll talk about things. Um, like we had a conversation last time we were down there this summer, I get or fall. I don't know. Um, we were talking about like the, the opioid issue and like whose fault is it and who's responsible and like, should the government step in and this and that. And her dad had one point of view. He was like, if people get addicted to it, that's their problem. And we're like, and then Katie and I, and even her mom, which was surprising, are like, yeah. But also, no, there's like this other level that doctors need to be held responsible. Big Pharma needs to be held responsible. Like the, who's the company, the, the family? Um, ah, shit. They're like being, they're hit with class action lawsuits right now. Oh, God. Anyway, I can't remember the family's name. Anyway, but like, it just, it all just kind of glazes over. Like we don't really get into it because... I don't think that anybody really knows what to say because they might be embarrassed. They don't totally understand it because they're fueled by Fox talking points. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. The thing that you bring up is like, all right, because I don't see that. I mean, I don't see the Republican point of view when it comes to uh, opioid crisis. On the other hand. I don't either. I mean, there's. On the, on the other hand, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like uh, I saw online. It's like, oh, here's these racist, these teachers in Alabama that had a racist chat room. And at this chat point, still a, that's what I love is the term exactly. chat room is first still happening a chat right room. now. But my first reaction was, is I, I, I'm not going to, number one, I'm not interested enough to dive in yeah. to find out. But number two, you know, I don't know if I know it's racist because at this point racist, because everything is racist. Yeah. Nothing's racist and I don't care anymore. And it's like, at this point that that's, it's, it's like, okay. And there's this broad strokes mentality that we, that we're they're in. And I understand why we do it, but it's like, you, even you said, it's like, you know, it's gotta be doctors. Well, maybe not all doctors, maybe. And, and it goes into that, not all white men or whatever, but maybe instead of saying doctors need to do this, maybe we just say this doctor needs to do this. And then this right. other doctor needs to do right. this. And this doctor that did that, maybe be very specific because we've kind of gotten in such broad strokes. And I think that's in part social media, but yeah. not entirely. I don't think social media is entirely to blame. But instead of 
Sort of like, you know, all Republicans, if you voted for Donald Trump, you're an evil racist. How about, no, you guy who happened to be an evil racist who voted for Donald Trump, you're a bad person. Some people voted for Trump because they vote party lines. Some people voted for Trump. And as I don't know big, why my in-laws- fuck you to everybody else. Actually, you know? I can tell you why, at least why my, my mother-in-law voted for, I'm not 100% sure she voted for Trump, but I'm I'm 100% sure she voted for Trump. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she said that it, one of the, the really light, quick conversations we had about it back in 2016 is, well, I can't vote for a socialist, thinking that Hillary Clinton is a socialist. And I, it, I bit my tongue. And what I wanted to say was, like, do you understand what socialism is? Like, we're not, she's not a socialist in the way that, she's not the evil socialist like the well, Nazis. And the but, you thing know, about it is, see, so you say that, and I, I, and, and, and I agree with you. Like, yeah, you say that, and you don't even really know what socialism is. I look at, I look at you know, friends and, and people that I know online that are younger and are big Bernie supporters about socialism. They're all about socialism. They don't know what socialism is. Right. Because if you really wanted to do socialism, if you, if you were going to go whole hogs socialism, part of that game is, is that, no job gets paid more than another. No right. job. They're right. all the same. And they're interchangeable, which means that, you know, right now I'm working as a casino manager, but in the socialist model, randomly on Tuesday, I am replaced by somebody completely unqualified because it's just like any other job to get paid, say, and then I'm outside doing dumpster dive. I'm cleaning garbage. Right. And and I can't right. complain because that's how socialism works. No job is more important or less important than another, and they are completely interchangeable because that keeps you in that mode. If we were truly socialist, so I but I listen to people talk like socialism, you don't even know what fucking socialism is. Yeah. And it's your big platform. No, you don't. It's not socialism to just pay for stuff. That's not right. what socialism right. is. It's a more complicated system than that. It's like, you know, and that's nobody, that's the annoying thing. Jeez. But- yeah, I don't know. Uh, let, let's take a quick break because I got to refill my or yeah, dump out these, these loogies. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll so we'll take rambling. a quick break and be right back. Was A Quiet Place inspired by signs it comes at night in War for the Planet of the Apes? Was Ready Player One influenced by Avatar, Wreck-It Ralph, and The Last Starfighter? Is a Hurricane Heist more influenced by Sharknado or Geostorm? These are the kinds of questions my guest co-hosts and I discuss on my podcast, Piecing It Together. Every week we look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. Whether it's the story, the character development, tone, or even use of music. Every movie was influenced by something that came before and we want to figure out what. Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network. I, I know that my in-laws, they don't like Trump as a person. Like, they want him well, to shut up. nobody likes Trump <laughs> as a person. No, but, well, but I think that a lot of Republicans, like, no, don't, when they I say don't the Republicans, like, the guys defending him, right, like Nunes and all the... They like, don't like defending. him as a person. They hate his guts. However, this is the plaque. You know, it's, it's sort of like, I'm on this boat, and the boat's leaky, but it's the only boat... No, no one else... No one will let me on any other boat. So I gotta fucking bail this boat out. Yeah, I... You don't I have to like so. the boat. You do, in fact, you could be you could hate the boat you're on, but it's the fucking boat you're on, and you either bail it out or you sink. Yeah, and that yeah. is exactly what a lot of these. I don't think they think, hey, Donald Trump, what a great guy. Let's go play fucking, you know, let's go play Yahtzee with this motherfucker. Well, Nobody he, likes that guy. Here's Nobody what I don't understand: is guy. why they don't and why they didn't do this in the very beginning in 2015, 2016. Why don't they look at it and go, all right, look, this guy. Clearly, he's either too stupid to know better, 
They tried and, to get rid of him. They tried. Know, they didn't want him. But like, but they didn't have anything to but offer. Now they can. Well, go find something. They've had three years to figure out something to offer, and they haven't done it. Well, because like, they get can't. away from him. They're trapped. He is a he is a problem for their party. He's a problem for. Every, he's just whether you know he's not destroying America. He's not ripping no, he's apart, not. but he's a fucking moron and he's doing dumb shit and he's just a problem. He's just annoying. Get somebody else. At the end of the Anybody, day, that, that has been give us my, give us a Gerald fucking Ford for Christ's sake. That is sakes. my argument that I've made since 2016. It's yeah. not that Donald Trump is a bad, even a bad president. I think he probably is. Yeah, he's in a, a bad lot president. of ways. Yeah, but the fact <laughs> is, it, the, the, it really boils down to is that we just think he's such a big asshole and we lost and we don't know how to lose well especially to a big asshole it's that no one could see this guy winning and when he did the left lost their fucking minds because and as soon as the left lost their fucking minds the right hunkered down stuck their yeah, feet well, in the sand shit, and said, I guess Fuck this it, is we're it. gonna we're, we're going all the way with this fucker We've let ourselves. We've let our egos collectively as a country run this thing into what the What is ground. that? That Crosby, Stills, and Nash song. It might be young in there too. But um, love the one you're with. If you can't yeah. love the one you want, love That's the one exactly, you want. That's what the Republicans that is are doing. Exactly They're like, the Republican well, Party. I can't have my high school sweetheart, so I guess I'm stuck with my wife. Yeah, yeah, and, and, they, and nobody <laughs> likes Mike Pence any better than they like Trump. I mean, here's the thing. I bet if I were in a room with with Trump and Pence. Or in some situation where I could engage with them on a professional and a slightly speak. personal level. Yeah, no, but I just speak. I bet that I would like Trump more than I liked Pence. I bet. Oh, he's more Pence entertaining. Is just a creepy. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, more entertaining. At least Trump is a big blower. He's like your drunk uncle. He yes. can make you laugh. You know. Mike Pence is a creepy Nosferatu, shadowy, yucky. I said that. On our very first bug house in Chicago. That yeah. was exactly my point. Right. It's like, as bad yeah. as Trump is, it's not as bad as fucking Pence. Pence is Cause creepy. Because Pence, Pence is like a, a henchman of Thanos. Yes. And Trump's not Thanos. No. No, no. He's like one of the, the you know, he's like he's like the Falstaff of, of you know, he's like he's a fat, stupid, loud uh, character in the in the the universe that that's just there to make you giggle. Yeah, he's kind of like the Blob. Yeah, and you make like nothing can they, move the Blob. Like yeah, he's just, exactly. Yeah, and they, it's kind of fun. Put him in charge. They yeah. put him in charge. It's like oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Trump. Trump is just one of like the brotherhood, like the the sea level of brotherhood of evil yeah, mutants. He's, he's like what's the what's the mutant uh, the toad. Toad, yeah. He has big superpowers. He's got a he's really got a, strong long tongue. Yep, yep. That's that's it. It's like that's kind of a meaningless supervillain because yeah, it's like Pence really? is flying around like moving shit. You know, yeah, ripping he's up streets shit. and he's moving yeah. shit. But he's but, but he's not that. You know, he's not in charge. He's yeah. just kind of like I want to be evil. I want to yeah. be evil. Yeah. I want to wear the t-shirt. You know, so like, weird. Right. Wear the t-shirt. I want to wear the Thanos, the Team Thanos T-shirt. That's what I want to wear. It's yeah. like, uh, oh, shut up. Do they have those? I would so wear the Team Thanos T-shirt. I would wear Team Thanos just because it's better than a <laughs> MAGA hat. You know, I gotta look that up and see if it. 
<coughs> we literally have had this is the like last week was five minutes of us just not doing talking about anything and this week is we're sick and we have no motivation to come up with anything interesting to talk about so thanks for I listening think, to the I podcast I think this is very interesting I think, I'm sure you what do. are you doing for Thanksgiving is your mom is in town now right yeah yeah no we're not doing any I'm working I work in a casino yeah yeah I'm working in a casino I work I'm gonna work Thanksgiving I'm gonna work Christmas Day I'm gonna work New Year's Day how does Dana feel about that? She seems to be fine with it. We'll find time to do our thing. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we can't go out of town, so our regular our regular Christmas plan is to go to Kansas and hang out, but we can't yeah. do that because I can't get the time off because, you know, I'm I'm still in my first six months of uh, yeah. this job, yeah. and it's a blackout date, and, you know, I mean, I could have asked for the time off. Yeah. But I would just be joining everybody fucking else. And because I'm the new guy, I wouldn't get it. You know, it's right. like, all right, this is kind of the way it works. So yeah. I'm all right yeah. with it. But everybody's come to see you. Like Dana's brother was and dad were just there. Yeah, they were here. They were here. And, and mom, mom is there is now. Here, and we both got to go see my dad when uh, we were both right. in Kansas. So yep. it's, we're, we're figuring out our way to see everybody. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's that's the thing is I got to work. And, yeah. and when it, it is it is indicative of the Las Vegas experience that I'm finding is that it's a 24-hour town. It never stops. Oh, that's I've never heard that before. Yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass. But it it it's one thing to know it; it's another thing to actually have to work it. Yeah, and you know, it's like I I, I pulled a double not too long ago where it was a 16 hour day, and uh, you know, and, and it wasn't bad. It was a fine day, but I but I really did for the first time since I've been here really kind of had this sense like, of oh shit this oh shit yeah this fucking machine this we're here to serve you here's a drink. Why don't you gamble your fucking child's uh, college money away? Is perpetual, never stops. It's a constant thing. It's 24 hours a day. And that sense, it's like I said, it's one thing to hear the phrase, but to actually be right in the middle of that and go, oh, this place never fucking ever shuts down. It's con- it is a perpetual motion machine yeah. that never takes a break. It's like, holy shit, okay. I'm on this train. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. You know, it's like, all right, that's pretty interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't really embraced it in that way. And then I kind of went, all right, after after like 10 hours at the casino and just the constant, I was like, oh, oh, wow, I really am in a town that simply doesn't shut down. And it's uh-huh. a constant, and it's constantly, here's some drinks. I am surrounded and smell like alcohol and cigarettes <laughs> all the time. And it's like, all right, all right, so this is the bargain that I made. Yeah. I get yeah. the great fucking weather, but I also live a place that never, never goes to sleep. I used to have to work, when I was in radio, I would have to work the um, the daylight saving shift. Yeah. Which would mean so, because I, I did the overnights. I would track the, the weekend overnight. My first like on-air was tracking weekend overnights. and um, But because at the time the computer couldn't understand the time switch like it was like this y2k this is yeah, what's this is, what's 2000 ah, anybody who listen to this podcast is probably going what the fuck are they talking about i know i know but like so i would have to go in and because i was the the new guy i guess i don't know and yeah, because it was well in. i guess because it was my shift whatever but that shit was fine because i was stick, the new guy sure. so i'd have to go in and do it live but i never minded it because i loved doing it but i would have to do this hour because the, the computer was like, well, I don't know how to work daylight saving. I don't know. I don't know why that yeah. 
that's the same thing as you working Christmas. It's not, but I'm just thinking short into the stick stuff. I don't know, dude. I'm, my head is so full of Dayquil and yeah, it's Dayquil too and much snot. vitamin C and boogers. Yeah, yeah Dayquil, I don't snot. That's that's what we're living on. Well, let's just let's move on. It's, it's it's you know I won't call this episode a loss. No, I mean look, we're we're clocking in at around half an hour show. That's that's yeah, that's we, better we, than the five minutes. There you go. It's better than five minutes. We'll pick it back there's up. There's some once value we in here. We discussed. We have, um, well, I mean, there's nothing to talk about. It's the same shit right now. It's impeachment. Everything's racist. Men are sucked. The patriarchy's hard. <laughs> Fuck off. And <laughs> hey, streaming service. There you go. We've talked about it. It's over. If you were to, if I could find a Team Thanos T-shirt, what size T-shirt would you wear? I would wear a large. Really done. I would wear it's a medium. Just, it's just me you're talking to here. Yeah, my t-shirts are large t-shirts. That's what I wear. I mean, I can wear an extra large. It will okay. hang on me, but I'll wear it. Why? Why? Why do you say that? Do you think I'm bigger than that? I mean, I would have. Well, you know, things shrink in the wash. Okay, large it is. Or XL. Oh, do an XL. I don't. No, give a no, shit. no. It's not like I'm it's precious how you about see it. Yourself. I'm not fucking it's how Augustus you Bluth. see yourself. Okay. You know. <laughs> you know. It's like. You know, I'm not. I'm not Veruca Salt. I want a feast. I want a bean <laughs> feast. I mean, you know, none of that shit. It's like I don't give a shit. Does I'm it sorry, fit I me? Okay, I'll wear it. I didn't mean to accidentally shame, body shame you. I just well, I, I don't feel body shamed. And sometimes the t-shirt. Oh, you that don't. I'm, well, let's take another five minutes. The t-shirt that I'm wearing right now is a large t-shirt. I okay. also have a t-shirt that I wear at the gym that's a little bit bigger. It's an extra large t-shirt. Okay. I don't wear anything smaller than a large T-shirt because then I look like a sausage. They they bulge. Yeah, they bulge. That's the same reason I wear Junior Miss, so my muscles bulge. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I was like, the the large T-shirts are don't. I don't. It's not like I'm wearing like the rock like the ribbed shirts. That's not. I'm just fucking T-shirts. Yeah. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. All right, my first thing uh, is to, it's a read. Uh, it's in the New York Times. It's called Adam Newman and the Art of Falling Up. Uh, Adam Newman was the guy who created WeWork. Yep. And yep, it's just yep. this fantastic story of how insanely rich and insanely, like, David Koreshian-esque. This guy, he's like he's like the P.T. Barnum of our time. Yes, yeah. totally. It's, it's a really fun story to read. And, like, just you fucking hate this guy, but also kind of want to, Kind of want to be the guy. Well, that's why the guy was successful. Is because you kind of yeah. hated him, but you kind of want to be him. All right, I think that's yeah. good. My first is a listen. It is a podcast it's from BBC Radio Four. It is called Desert Island Discs. Um, what's fun about it is they get guests, and it's the you're going on a desert island. They get to pick eight musical tracks, a book, and a luxury. And they get some really interesting, because they're British, they're way more interesting than we are. And they have some really funny, interesting things. It's actually a lot of fun. And it makes you go, oh, I think I want to read that book now. And oh, I had thought about that artist. So it's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Cool. Uh, my next thing is another read. Uh, it's it's on Time. I don't know if it's going to be in the, like this week's issue of Time Magazine, probably. Um, but anyway, it's online now. On Time, How America's Elite Lost Their Grip. Yes, that's a good word. That's actually a really yeah, that. And I let's read just that. be clear: so this is, is the out? elites is that, that out? are. It's out. Yeah. Okay. Then um, I did read it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 online. I think that the it's online. Yeah. All right. The print issue. I get the print issue. I haven't seen it at okay. my door yet, but yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And just to be clear, this is the elites that are like, yeah, there's the Donald Trump elites, but this is like also the Hillary Clinton, uh-huh. you know, like our, the Obama elites. Like this is, yeah, this is everybody. So yeah, it's an interesting Good it's actually read. a very good read, yeah. yeah. My second is a watch, of course. Um, you know, and it took me a couple episodes to get into it, but now we're getting into the uh, the armored bear thing, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm into it. If you're a fan of uh, Philip Pullman, you're a fan of His Dark Materials, um, which is the funniest title of any book, because they never talk about who he is mm-hmm. and what His Dark Materials are. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not, that, that's, I don't think that's a spoiler. You never talk about who him or the dark materials are, but um, it's uh, it's a pretty damn good at They made a movie, The Golden Compass, not very good. This is actually uh, so far been pretty interesting, um, really well done. They've taken their time, um, so I highly recommend HBO, His Dark Materials. It's, okay. it's a, give, it, give it a couple episodes in, because the first couple of episodes are so exposition-heavy. Yeah. It's the little girl that was in Logan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and she's okay. not good at all in really? the first in the first two episodes. Okay. She kind of sucks, but then by the third episode you go, "Okay, she's found her rhythm. Now I believe for now she's fun." Gotcha. There's Harry. There's Harry. Hi, buddy. Come here. There's the boy. Okay. <laughs> Say hi. 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 Can you sing the shark song? Nah, nah. Keep going. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. That's the shark song? Well, that's that's our... Yeah, it's Jaws. One of the, one of the iconic film scores of all time by John Williams. Yeah. And you're... And your fucking retarded child uses it as a shark song. Hey, buddy. It's the shark song. (laughs) Dude, that's not cool. (laughs) That's not cool. Well, because we're not going to do the baby shark. That's stupid. So we're doing the... The theme from so he, Jaws in the bathtub. He's got all these shark toys, so I taught him the theme from Jaws. And because he's one and a fucking half, he then, can't do the intricacies of John Williams. So the best well, you, you don't get have to do the is, intricacies, but you could you could instead of saying, "Hey, you want to do the shark song?" Do do the theme from Jaws. Harry, can you do the theme from Jaws? Yeah. Exactly. Nah, nah. Hey, Corky, life Stop. goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's just that's <laughs> that's like I can't even like I know you're fucking with me, but like that's just not okay on so many different levels. What's your third? thing? My third thing this week is have a happy Thanksgiving, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Don't. <coughs> Oh, God, that's don't, funny. Don't fight with your families. And for God's sakes, get rid of that cough. Yeah, no kidding. Uh. It's just a cough. Um, <laughs> and and I will. I, my third thing will be, yes, find something to be thankful for. Overeat just a little bit, not too much. Uh, make sure you insult your friend's kids because that's just funny. That's just comic gold to insult your children, the, the, your friend's children. 
It um, is. Especially when I'm doing it through an iPad and your wife can't come and smack me around. Right. And he's just staring back at you on the computer. Yeah, he didn't like, know. Huh? Exactly. Life goes on. Because he doesn't know who John Williams is. He doesn't know who your insults are. Harry, that's don't exactly. That he doesn't get yes. it. So at, no. at this point, it's good because it doesn't hurt his feelings. <laughs> no. I can say doesn't. whatever I want. So uh, it's all good. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's the show. <laughs> that's whatever show this was. That was it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Review us. Uh, give us a little love. Uh, and I promise we will have more substantive conversations uh, upcoming as we'll, we approach the holidays. We'll just have Harry do it because that was interesting stuff when he was on right there. He I is. Thought. He's great. He's gold. He is yeah. he's podcast gold. He's the next Casey Kasem. <laughs> have there a happy you Thanksgiving. You too. You can listen to the Literate Ape cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.